Hello and welcome. I am Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 245. We got a great guest for this Sunday edition. Dave's not here. Wait a minute. Dave is here. Hello, Dave. How you doing tonight? You want to tell us where we can find you and how you are? Well, Dave is here. You are right about that, man. Uh, you can find me on Instagram under Dave is, Dave is not here. Uh, you can find me on Cannabuzz. Uh, that's where you'll find uh, any pictures I might actually put up because I don't really put anything on Instagram. As you can tell by my lovely picture, I live up in Prohibition land. So you're not going to see my uh, gorgeous face tonight. Well, you know, that makes that helps out a little bit more. I wish I would have researched a little bit on the on the cannabis and i was looking at the instagram page today and i'm like hmm this gives me nothing to go on <laughs> not much on instagram this no. will this will be this will be a learning experience so i'm glad to have you here and so i could uh get to learn a little bit about you firsthand well shoot man yeah i'm ready i'm ready when you are you just you know ask away or uh whatever you want to do you know i'm good Right on, right on. Well, first off, uh, hopefully, like I said, you got something to smoke on. What do you got available for yourself tonight? Well, I've got uh, some mass medical strains, everybody's favorite guy in the world out there. I got uh, some of his great pupil that I grew, and uh, I'm excited to you know puff on that. It's, it's some decent stuff. Got a nice grape kind of gas flavor to it. Almost like uh, if you were to pour some gasoline into uh, like a grape margarita. Sounds pretty very interesting. Yeah, it, it, it was pretty good. I've also got some uh, some lovely dabs from uh, Purple Thumb OG. He uh, he hooked me up with some uh, Raphael from Irie Genetics, and it is very tasty. Got to love old Purple Thumb. He's a great guy, man. He's been on the show a few times, and always love hearing from him. But not, I've never been so lucky to get some of that rosin. That'd be well, pretty amazing. Sounds you, pretty amazing. You just you just got to learn to, you know, use the jaw properly, and, you know, that's how you get it done. <laughs> maybe so, maybe so. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. He, he, he doesn't like that. Ah. Uh, so, how are you doing today? I kind of washed Bill eye that real quick. I mean, how was your day? I, where, I mean, roughly... North, south, east, west. Where is a uh, prohibition lane? It's in the Roughly. northeast. How about that? <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Could probably narrow it down yeah. if you think about it. <laughs> it was it's still kind of warm off that way, isn't it? How was your day over there? Oh, well, it, it might be in certain parts. I, I live uh, a little bit higher in elevation, so I woke up to some snow today. Yeah, we get a decent amount here. So uh, tell us a little bit about your cannabis journey here. Uh, I guess we will go right from the start since I have very little go on. I'm going to have to like just have you fill me in. When did you get started with the plant? When was your, your first? Tell me about your first experience. Well, I, I would have to say I popped my cannabis cherry when I was uh, 13. Uh, that was the first time I smoked. My uh, my older sister 
she uh, she lured me and said, hey, uh, you, you got to try this. As I before that, I was always one of those dare kids, you know, don't do drugs. I'm going to stay stay off that stuff. I, you know, I got my whole life ahead of me. And then I got older and realized uh, life kind of sucks. So let's let's find something that may, maybe makes it a little better. And she uh, brought me in and said, hey, try this. And the first time I did, I, I didn't really uh, have I didn't really get stoned or anything like that. Just, in, you know, I just enjoyed the company. And, and the second time, whoa, yeah, that was that was nice. And I sat there. I, I went and I put on some Pink Floyd, listened to the Animals album. Oh, my God. Had those speakers going, blasting from, you know, from left to right, back and forth, just loving every minute of it. I felt like the music was with me, you know? Sounds like quite the experience. <laughs> yeah, I, it certainly was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Just just sitting there, you know, rambling as uh, just bullshitting with her. And her, her boyfriend was there at the time, who is now her husband. And uh, it was it was a good time. And that, that started me off. And I, I've been with it ever since. Uh, as far as actually growing anything back in back in high school, I remember uh planting a couple of like little seeds I'd find in a bag and being like, Hey, uh, let's see what, what this does. And of course didn't do anything. You know, you get a little sprout up cause I was taking the dirt from outside, you know, nothing, not knowing anything as far as what to do, you know, put it in a windowsill and yeah, you, you get a little something that sprouts up. You get this gangly falling apart thing and then it's dead. And okay. Uh, I guess I can't grow weed. Then a few years down, you know, down the road, you do some research online you, you, you grow some balls and you, you start growing and loving every minute of it. Uh, unfortunately, I had to take a little break. I ended up uh, moving to where I am now about five, uh, about five years ago, and I stopped, you know, just because the situation wasn't tenable. So you know, I had to you know, make the best of it. And then I just got tired of, uh, you know, picking up bags of shitty weed from people that, you know, they would scrub all the trichomes off and uh, i just just got tired of it so i was like yeah you know what i'll start growing again and this time instead of growing from bag seed because that's what i did years ago i didn't i didn't have the 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 chutzpah to actually go out and pick up some some decent genetics because i I didn't really know what was going on just i would find seeds in like good bags that i thought were decent and just you know pop them in soil and see what happens, you know, and call any males, get a female and then run with that. You know, I would clone that. I did that for, for years. And, you know, then once I, I, I moved here, uh, I broke into the, the good genetics, you know, just by watching all these, you know, YouTube podcasts and just a million different avenues that you can find information nowadays where back then, you know, you'd sneak on a forum, you could, you could read something, but I wasn't going to post anything. I wasn't going to ask any questions. Uh, you know, you just hope for the best. So what was like, uh, I mean, what was that room like? I mean, tell me about the first setup a little bit. Oh, I, I mean, I, I, the I, first I, indoor setup. I mean, it's always a little bit, you know, it's never the greatest. I mean, come on. Oh. The, the, what did it look like if we were to, if we were to peek in there? Uh, uh, basically I had a, a two by three tent. That was my little flower room. And then in my closet was my little, uh, bedroom slash mother room. Uh, I never, I never had anything big. I still don't have anything big to this day. I just grow for myself and my, my, my parents, you know, they, they enjoyed to the smoke and 
I, I, I don't mind hooking them up. You know, it's not a problem because they hooked me up with life. <laughs> I love the fact that you said there, you know, you probably provide for yourself and your parents. That's pretty awesome. It's, a, uh, you know, a great way, I think, to keep a family together. You know, you know, you have that holidays where you get together and, you know, why can't cannabis be a part of, you know, when you get together with your family like that? versus you know drinking or alcohol i think cannabis is just one of those it's like breaking bread there's just something about passing a a, a joint with your with friends and family that have to you know feel more closer with them you know i'm glad that you had that experience with your family not a lot of people get that not a lot of people get that no it's it's a wonderful thing i'm pretty close with my uh, with my family they're they're good people So, uh, what, I mean, so as it progressed, how'd you step up? I mean, how long was it? Did you stay in, in that in particular setup? Oh, I rocked that for a while. I, I did that for about four years. I, I, I'm, I'm certainly no expert. Um, <laughs> I'm just a guy who likes to grow, but, uh, that, that was a, a small little easy going setup for me. It was perfect. You know, just enough. Because I, I was never into the, you know, selling it or anything like that. You know, nothing against anybody doing that. I just, I just wanted it to be for me. I never wanted to get in any, any problems, any bullshit. Because Lord knows uh, they were after you back then. So can you tell me, you know, I, I, everybody changes a little bit when they first start cultivating that plant. I mean, it's, it takes your smoking experience to a whole new level. The way both, you know, you handle yourself around the plant in the garden, you gain a whole new respect and just the demanding that you expect from the quality of the smoke you're, you're taking in. Can you tell me how it changed for you once you uh, started growing there? Were your feelings towards the plant or was it always that just the as genuine? I always loved it. I definitely always had a great feeling for it. Uh, once you, you take on growing, you definitely appreciate it more because now it's, it's yours. It's your baby. It's, it's riding on you. You're, you're providing everything for it. I mean, granted it, it basically just needs the, the littlest things you, you, if you leave it alone, it's going to do fine. I, uh, honestly learned that out, uh, this, this past summer, I had a little, uh, clone that I just, I didn't have any room for it in my tents. So I just threw it outside and kind of neglected it all summer. Just let it go and put it in the, in the woods. And, and honestly, not even a good spot. Didn't really get a lot of sun and it turned out to be awesome. Just super, super tasty. I wish I knew what the actual clone, uh, the clone was because unfortunately uh, it, it just was given to me and you got the old, oh, I don't know what it is. Enjoy. And I did. It, it had a nice, like, strawberries and cream flavor to it turf profile whatever you know you want to get all fancy so uh tell so tell us a little bit about your uh grow techniques i mean how do you uh walk us through your veg technique if you don't mind well uh years ago i used to be all about uh, uh of course fox farms because that's what you'd read on all the forums that's what you got to do and I, it worked. It, it was 
the, my problem with it is it, it was never as tasty. I'd, I'd always, I, I didn't realize for a while there about flushing, you know, and then I, I, I started getting better at that and it would, the, the, the flavor would get better. But I, once I, I started up again recently, I switched over to organic just because that, that's all the rage. And, and it, it honestly, it is very tasty. I, I, I went with Coots mix. I, think that's uh just from what everyone says and just listening to him he seems to to know his shit and everybody trusts him and it, it works out pretty good i mean i'm only on my third run of of, of organic now and it, it's certainly uh different uh, the the yield is definitely uh not the same but the flavor is is much much better and uh, i that's honestly what i'm going for just because uh, I'm not looking, like I said, I'm just providing for me and my parents. So flavor is, is the key, you know, or, or, or friends or any, anybody else, you know, that, that I know that uh, needs, needs to be hooked up with some good stuff because that's what so I'm all about. What would, you, what would, how big of a difference in you would you say? I mean, just for conversation sake. Um, I mean, I, I didn't run. It's hard to gauge because I didn't run the same genetics back then as I'm running now. So it's really hard to tell because uh, honestly, I didn't even I didn't even really know what I was running back then. It was just some bag seed that I thought was supposedly train wreck. And you never know, because when you're buying off people, you, you're just getting what they tell you it's going to be. And. Oh shit! I kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> Maybe it's time for a smoke. Hold on there. Good idea. Good idea. I'm breaking one up myself. Yeah, sorry, chat. You're not going to really uh, learn anything new tonight. You're just going to hang out with me and uh, an eagle here. That's what the show's all about. Fucking you talking know, shit. You know, meeting uh, the community. You know, that's what it's talking. That's, yeah, fucking talking shit. Exactly. Having a good night. So, we did get a little bit squirreled there. We're talking about a little bit of veg technique. Uh, so, do you prefer to, like, do you like to tap a lot? Do you low stress training? Uh, yeah, I definitely, uh, I, I do low stress train. I, I like to you know, spread my, my ladies apart, get them nice and opened up. Uh, as far as top dressing, so, uh, I'm into the, uh, milled malted barley, but unfortunately, uh, living in prohibition land, unless I go to like a local brew store, which honestly I, I live pretty remotely. Uh, so it's, it's a hike to, to find anything. Uh, having anything sent to me delivery wise, it's an arm and a leg, like just to get a small, small bag of, uh, the malted barley was ridiculous. It was like $45 for, I, I couldn't even remember how many pounds the bag was. It, so, I, I, I've been looking for a cheaper alternative. People are saying rice holes are a good way to go. Uh, I think that's definitely, a, a, a step in the right direction, but it's just a matter of finding it cheap because anything I get delivered way too expensive i'd love to go more locally sourced but until i move somewhere where it's uh, going to be readily available it's just not going to happen right now i hate to break in but 
just real quick only because we got a few minutes left uh dirt today's dirt road dirt dirt road dude's birthday and i just want to we got five minutes left i want to sneak in that happy birthday hope you had a happy birthday dirt road dude cheers my friend cheers man happy birthday i i secretly am taking like if you show up in my chat and say like next week's my birthday or you put a date in there or today's your birthday like i've marked dirt road dudes earlier this morning when i seen it so i'm keeping tabs for next year <laughs> you're on top of I'm, this gonna priest. I'm trying to man you know try to spread that love man try to keep every smiles on all the faces everybody loves a happy birthday right absolutely yeah so i guess where we're we? <laughs> sorry to interrupt no, so no do you worries, follow your feet or anything like that? Boy, it sounds like being way the heck out there, you would think about a little bit of K&F. Is uh, that something that has ever interested I'd like to get into it, but it just it seems like kind of uh, a lot to, to get into. Uh, but it's probably not as hard as I'm making it out to be. I, I do enjoy the simplicity of you know, just loading up uh, the inoculants and and putting that in with water and, and just basically set it and forget it. Like one of those Ronco uh, Showtime rotisserie ovens back in the day. Yeah. I'm like running a testing, I guess a coots kind of mix. I think smiley, I think that's pretty much what smiley bases his recipe off of. He snuck the Merck boxes in there. Those <laughs> running the water. Water and the water only run this time. That's why I was kind of like, mm -hmm. when you said that Coots makes the, the little difference in yield there, I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, Wait a minute. I mean, any, any, any organic's going to have a, a difference in yield versus the synthetic. That's just the way it is, unfortunately, but it's not that tremendous. And to me, it's definitely worth it in the flavors you get. But it would no, be nice. I'm, it would be nice for me to to just experiment side by side, you know, to get a, a real gauge on what does better. Just because I'm I'm not going by a, a, a real facts because I'm going by what I ran years ago and what I'm running now. It's it's not the same thing. So to get a real opinion, you you, you need to run them side by side under the same environment, the same stresses, the same everything, except, you know, synthetic versus organic. That's kind of what I got going back there. There's uh, them four right there are all the same strain orange boss. They're in my normal cocoa run over here. And those are their boxes. Some smiley set over. And he hooked me up too. He sent me over. I mean, pretty much directions inputs so we're gonna do fair side by side and you know as much as i've been fighting the damn organics now for a while but in this round here man i'm actually kind of impressed with the organics i mean the, they are bushier stem structures a little bit thicker i don't you know, i'm almost I hate to say but i don't think there's going to be a reduction in yield with this but Awesome. There's an improvement in flavor too. Well, my hesitation too was because uh, I am a caregiver that uh, like 
rotation. Uh, I run a perpetual harvest too. So, you know, keeping things constant. I was scared I couldn't really do it in the organics, but man, I these plants, those were in an extra week in their home before I put those in there. But uh, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not going to say that's the difference, but they're doing pretty good. I mean, basically they're keeping up with the system. So, man, it, it's definitely on the consideration list right now. Like, I really didn't think I'd say that. So far, so good. Well, you got to just run it at the, you know, see at the end and, and see how you feel. You know, that's the key. And I, I hope that you go the same route. You know, that's just what I'm hoping for. I hope everybody goes organic. <laughs> I'm just a, I'm, uh, again, again, Dave. I'm like, a, I'm a, I guess I'm afraid of it. Because I have that kind of tendency to just run in, dive, dive into shit. And I'm afraid that, you know, that here comes the worm burn. You know, here comes the, the bruise, the compost bends. I'm afraid I'll just go all in. <laughs> all in. And, and my daughters just will no longer be able to stand me anymore because I'll be like, no, that goes there. This goes here. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, and, oh, I gotta... No, it's true, though. I'm afraid I'll have a bend for everything. Whatever I can't break down, like with the natural compost, Koashi will take care of a I've kind of did a little bit of homework, and that's why I think I'm so worried about it. I'm like, oh, you can almost reuse everything. <laughs> it's it's amazing. It really is. I would love to get more into it myself. Uh, it sounds like you've certainly started uh, your own research. Yeah, I did before. Yeah. Now having it here and actually seeing it, it's, it's definitely, it's a definitely lot of work. wearing me. Well, see, I don't know that part of it yet either. So it just it just sounds like, I, like a lot of work. <laughs> like I said, when the boxes came, they were like prepped. So he had done the, the mixing of the soil. Basically, all I did was push the, the center aside, transplant my, my stuff in there, take it off. So. Spread it or apart and threw your seed inside. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> It was pretty good live on air at that. I mean, no. <laughs> that's some real that's weed porn. Right on, right on. Lots of oohs and ahs. <laughs> Giggity. So, uh, 12.02 here in Michigan. I'm just, I'm worried about the dab bell, you know? I'm all about that dab bell. Dab song, oh, sorry. Dab song, dab. sorry. Dab song, dab song. Wrong podcast. I'm stoned. Yeah. I that's, I, I even told Tanazi that's where outright where it came from. I stole it and fucking adapted it from you, Tanazi. <laughs> hey, that's, it works. <laughs> I said, I, I actually did tell him that the other night when I was on. I was like, you know, because we did dance. I'm like, I stole it from you, brother, but I couldn't outright have a fucking bell. I can like outright steal steal it from you. I mix it up some, so we could at least come up with the song. 
No, I, I I love the dab bell. I think it's perfect. The bong gong, uh, that's what I think. They, that's what they call it on a Fumador show. It's it's perfect. It's just the perfect little thing that everybody hey, everybody can join in for the communal communal smoke. Maybe get one of those like chimes where you run your finger down. <laughs> oh yes, perfect. <laughs> it work. It would work. <laughs> Man, it was fun. Sansi was nice enough to send over one of his kits, too. I gotta actually smack that together. Man, that was a fun episode, too. Yeah, to, I, I saw that. I saw that. I saw uh, somebody was playing a didgeridoo. Yeah. <laughs> I mentioned that, too. I mean, how cool would a fucking dab didgeridoo song be? Uh, that would be amazing. And the sun, if you ask me. Wow, wow. Especially if they could play the song that you play on the didgeridoo. It's one of them things. The didgeridoo is one of them instruments you just don't plan on getting lost in. You like listen to it for a few seconds and you like actually caught up in it. You're like, wow, how'd that happen? <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly very complex. Wow! Wow! I—I—that was a terrible impression, but you got—you got the gist. I should open up chat. I totally—I like, haven't even like looked into that at all. Because that's where I—that's where I lurk. That is—that is my zone. I feel zen in chat. I have like just enough time to be able to like think of a perfect joke or some some gem of an answer that that somebody said uh, or that I have to say to, in response to someone. It's, it's that's that's perfect for for Dave. There's lots of Dave fans out there too. Had a couple of couple few uh, inquiries tonight, making sure that you were going to be. Uh, I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah, think your lady was one. Yeah, I'm a man of my word. You know, I'll show up. I was, I, I'm, I, I was gonna that. be here anyway. That makes it all the more easier. <laughs> all the easier to schedule around right there. Yeah, it's like hanging out with my friends. You know, like I, I, I'm totally one of those people that I, I'm not the biggest fan of public speaking or or, or anything like that. I. So it, 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 this is a little, it's a little nervous for, for me, but I, I think it, because it, it's, it's like you guys are all family that it, it, it feels comfortable. So is that the current bean collection that I'm looking at there? That is. Unfortunately, the picture uh, cut off a, a few of them, but that, that is the, uh, the current bean collection. That's impressive. That's Obviously a, a friend of the the Irie genetics there. Rusty Jeff's fired. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Them uh, Ninja Turtle genetics are, I think, are funny as hell. I'm glad you got some of them packs. Them are going to be, in my opinion, some collectors right there. Yeah, I, I'd love to get the whole line, but it's just, I've got so much already, and, and like it, it's kind of ridiculous that uh, I'd like to run what, some of what I have instead of continuing compiling more but that's you, you can't help it it's an addiction 
I have it. I have it as well. And I just keep telling myself because I was, I actually have shown it a couple of times and I've had people tell me, you need to pop that shit. You know what I mean? It's getting old. And I considered it there for a moment or two. And then, you know, I had Kevin Jodry on the show there and we talked about, uh, you know, seed popping techniques and then uh, a little bit of chat with Rafter. And I've got good confidence that in the future that those seeds will be viably uh, popped one way or another, you know, no matter the age. So I'm going to keep stacking. I will try to pull from the bottom as much as possible, you know. (laughs) I get you. (laughs) But uh, no, I'm going to keep collecting. I'm going to keep collecting. Kevin Jodry is the man. He is the pot father. But as Great far dude, as, man. So knowledgeable and willing to spread that knowledge. You know, that's what it, the impressive thing about uh, him is. And a definitely. lot of those grades. Definitely. He, uh, he's very generous with his time and, uh, like you said, very knowledgeable and willing to share that. And that definitely means a lot to, to people who are just getting, in, just getting into it. And because not everybody is, is willing to, to, to go that extra mile. You know, they, they're very private about you know, their techniques, their growing, even though he doesn't really get into that. He just gets more into the genetic history and, and the preservation. And I mean, but it, it's still, it's nice to know that there's people out there that, you know, like Rasta Jeb is another wonderful resource. I, I love that man. He is a great dude. I, I have personally, as you can see, helped fund that man's Jordan's collection. <laughs> funny and then have you ever like put it that way to it so giggly to him oh absolutely <laughs> he he knows where i stand you know he joke he jokes right back with me he he is he is perfect with the jokes for sure man i need to get out of cannabis i have an account there for some reason when it came out i'm you know i'm all about supporting that and you know Moreover, I've said for years now that on these smaller platforms, any platform, any fucking platform, uh, if you're going to use it or not, you should get on there and claim your name. Just get on there and claim your name before somebody else does. You know, that's the way a lot of other... So, you know, I came to Buzz, I jumped on there earlier on, I think right when it came out, tried it up, and for some reason, my Android phone wouldn't update or... Every time it, when I, in the beginning, when I tried to use it, it would just freeze up. It'd come on and freeze. I know it's came a long way from, you know, since I tried to use it then. And it, for some reason, I could never get my phone to update. I actually think that phone got hacked, by the way. <laughs> I think that had a lot to do with it. Uh, I think that had a lot to do with it. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, but I do have an account on there. Now that I've upgraded phones and whatnot, I should... Uh, Hop back in over there on Cannabis. Say hello to everybody. I yeah, I wish more people would uh, get on there. It's it's a shame that not enough people are there. That uh, really keeps it viable. Because uh, I was reading earlier that I I don't know if that's true or if this is true, but they were uh, talking about possibly looking into making like membership and 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 paying tiers and stuff like that and that's disappointing you know it's it's a social media it shouldn't be a a pay as you go Uh, it's 
that's not Pornhub. I'm not, I'm not looking for, you know, bonus extras just for paying some, some a little bit, bit more money. It's just not, not my thing. Thank you. Thank you. I agree. Let us get it. You know, as we were talking uh, about like beautiful garden and you know family, family being able to partake together with uh, cannabis. I'd like to say hello to my beautiful daughter there, Brittany. Who popped in chat. You know, that's uh, she's old enough to uh, consume cannabis here in Michigan recreationally, and. Uh, it was one of those things that, you know, I've never even tried to drink with uh, her, but I have consumed cannabis and I do enjoy smoking with her. She's a lot of fun to smoke with. And that's one of those things too, man, as a parent, it was weird, but it was one of those uh, thresholds that, you know, looking back, I was like, glad it happened because nowadays, you know, it is, it's when we get together, we get to sit and, you know, smoke and talk and relax and, it's a it's a wonderful thing when we get together, and uh, I don't like I said not too many families get that. I guess it's the opposite for me than it is for you, because I'm coming from the parent side. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, so you, I guess you kind of you can relate just in the opposite direction. I guess. Oh, totally. Okay. I could totally relate. I I remember being I don't know how old she is, but I was uh, 15 when I first smoked with my parents, and that that was. A unique experience just because I remember we were going to a party and they they stopped me and they said hey Tim oh they just stole my name <laughs> but uh hey they uh, they 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 told me uh listen we're, we're gonna go to this party and we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna smoke some pot and uh, if if you want to join us feel free uh we we know uh, that you do and we're okay that you do and join join us if you'd like and i did and i've joined them ever since mine was a little different uh to be honest with you it was uh well to be honest she's 25 currently and this was back you know i want to say 22 maybe she was 21 at the time and she's like do you want would do you want to go to hash bash? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, huh? And she's like, yeah, we're gonna go down and you know, I went down there last year, but you know, it was, that was my first time really smoking, but you know, I just thought you might want to go down. And I'm like, and again, I don't now I've got to kind of, okay, I'll go. But, you know, well, you may run into a lot of people that run into me <laughs> <laughs> down there. Uh, and it, it was kind of an experience. I was down there, you know, ended up hanging out with a, my good friend that was a TGA rep at the time. And it was an interesting day, both uh, – hanging out down there and spend the day with her and it was it's that so that was the first time I actually got to smoke with her and, and uh it's been a pretty awesome since you know I'm glad that things have evolved now to where you know I Spartan actually that one might have been 
Uh, yeah, I think that's could have been one of the times I ran into Spartan actually. Uh, it's nice that things have evolved are evolving to where you can have that experience now with your children and maybe even think about, you know, as a caregiver, that being passed on, you know what I mean? Something that you love like that could be passed on and it doesn't have to be like, you know, just as cultivation. It doesn't have to be on a, even on a caregiver level, just as a love for the planet. It's, uh, it's amazing time. It's amazing time. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, it's, it's, it's definitely nice to be able to share the, the plant with everyone. Because everybody in the whole world should get in on this. It's, it's just, it, there's so much benefit to it. It's wonderful. How could you not love it? I actually had a conversation with some uh, like elders the other day, and it just felt so weird. It was like, you know, they were 60. It's weird even kind of saying that. Like I'm like, you know, 20. <laughs> you know, uh, they were like 60s, right around retirement age almost. And uh, she was a doctor. And, you know, flat answer you know i'd never even met the lady i'd come visit my uh, stepmom who was up from florida and uh hey how you doing she's like well this is my stepson she introduces me and hey how you doing and like basically uh what do you do and i was like oh <laughs> do i what do i say and then now i was like um carpenter slash caregiver and again not knowing you know, she's in the medical field oh yeah well you uh certified blah 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 you know asking for like papers no 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 i'm actually a cannabis caregiver and i thought that was going to be but uh it was actually she was very interested in you know what i cannabis had to offer and was open to it i wasn't she didn't shun it at all but it was uh, awesome to have the conversation i didn't think i'd be able to have just you know a few years ago with the same people uh, so it's amazing just what a few years can do as far as changing that topic uh just just think of 10 15 years ago 20 years ago you 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 you'd talk about it and you know and over in the corner you, know, you didn't you didn't really want people to know or you, or you you saw people and you you could see it in their eye. You, you knew, hey, that guy parties, or hey, she she's down, and you know you 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 kind of could get the vibe from certain people, just just by listening to them, talking to them, but you, you didn't outright you know openly say, hey, uh, you 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 smoke, or or may, maybe some people did. Uh, I don't know. That that's not me. <laughs> I I always enjoy now the fact that you know how far. The range is that you go that you party. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people smoking cannabis these days. There's a lot of people smoking cannabis. Absolutely, uh, that's uh, one. That's one thing. When I uh, when I moved to where I live now, I was amazed at how many people were just open and outright. Like my first week here, I was at a, at an event, and this this young guy was talking to me about. Oh, hey, this is my uh, my high school teacher. This is the, this is one of the first guys I ever smoked pot with, and I'm just like, whoa! Like, you guys are just outright talking about that in the open? Like, 
okay, cool. Like this is this is this is the future. We're living in it. Oh yeah, I mean it's pretty nice. There's where I'm at. There's a. It's seemingly uh, maybe it's just because it's becoming more and more, and more open. I guess, but uh, I'm running more to more 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 growers everywhere, and especially now that kind of doing this you know i've run into more and more people and i have more cannabis conversations at my local walmart than i do at any grocery store around here <laughs> that's that is awesome <laughs> and it's like right when you walk in for some reason that's where like right where i hit it too and it's bang and then i'm just sitting there usually and it, it's four of us you know somehow it just works out to where a group just will conjugate right there and right where you walk in and divide up to where you either go like clothes or you know grocery shop and that's where we're having like this open forum for like 10 minutes <laughs> just loud as heck i mean we're, we're this close from actually smoking <laughs> i think at one point we the last time i'm like we should meet in the parking lot. Why aren't we doing this in the parking lot? <laughs> we can smoke out there. There you go. I, I'm surprised perfect. we haven't all just said, ah, you guys got this right. And we all just walk out. <laughs> we'll be out for up. Yeah, that's the beauty of living where you live. You know, it's it's so open and free where you are. Like it's it's open and free, I feel like, across most of the country. I don't know about the south. I don't I don't know what goes on down there. Uh, to all the people that might be living down there, good luck with your your cousin banging and whatever else is going on. I, I'm sorry, but you know uh, that's just that's just my opinion. Living up here, it's, it's totally not true, but it's just my opinion. But yeah, it's definitely nice uh, to see that everybody it's becoming more accepted, and I can't help but love that fact. I can't wait for you guys to get that. Uh that feeling you know i remember when it actually was legal here i just couldn't eat well it took me about a year after it was actually legal to go down and actually talk myself because i am that bit of a conspiracy buff if you will i didn't want to be on that list i didn't want to be on that list and then it was like fucking stupid i don't care (laughs) <laughs> I don't even care so I went and got out and got that license and when I got that license from then on man that first experience of driving around and being able to purchase cannabis was pretty cool if I passed a story like especially now I'm sure that anywhere when it's just so I'm sure it's like that right now in Oklahoma any story you pop into this your first visit well, here's a T-shirt, a free gram. That's what I, I worked that angle. <laughs> oh, I worked that angle in Flint. Flint, Michigan is where I initially had this, you know, driving around. And Flint I had them like Starbucks. <laughs> Back in 2008, 2009, it, there was like no licensing, basically. All you had to have was the boss to fucking open up a storefront and a lot of people had balls and fucking so you could drive like every other block and you know pull in and get a t-shirt at a whole free pre-roll or something but it was 
It was fun. I never passed one by. Never passed one by when I first got that license. Even more odd was the first time that I actually either, well, both times, ran that debit card. And there was actually one time where I swiped credit. <laughs> for <a> bag. <laughs> Shit. Oh. That, that's I a mean, concept that's blowing my mind. Weed on credit. Yeah. <laughs> like, legit credit. <laughs> Not just your buddy's credit. Yeah, yeah. First time you put that on MasterCard, it was uh <laughs> it was uh, quite the experience. I'm like, it doesn't come out as like one sip, does it? <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. It's going to say this and that. I'm like, cool. Shows up in the yeah, it was a, awesome. <laughs> yeah. $300 of awesome. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> I think we're a little late on the uh, the old uh, dab song. Oh, uh, dang it. We'll, we'll, we're still going to honor it, though. Yeah, no worries. Still gonna honor. I'm, I'm smoking either way. <laughs> You know what? I, right, this I, be my... I think it's time for Purple's Raphael. Shout out to Purple Thumb OG. He deserves a couple of shout outs, really. Shout out. And, uh, shout out to one of my other favorites in chat, uh, Mrs. Miss Painted Lady. Love that Dame of the Dank. She's awesome. I was lucky enough to do an episode with her as well. She's a pretty Great chill day. lady, that's for sure. I'm actually uh, looking to be uh, to heading out to to Michigan. Really? Yeah, gonna head out there for for a week. Hopefully, they don't uh, shut everything down by then. This uh, Thanksgiving is that when? Uh, December tenth. Yeah. So yeah, we know. Hopefully, be warned, Michigan. Dirty Dave is coming. You could cross my path. I would love to uh, have a sasquatch. Dirty Dave's down here. Pretty awesome. I'm a little, little further north, Michigan, but I get it. I head south quite a bit. My daughter there is uh, who's in Jeff. It's, you know, southern Tennessee County-ish. So I head down as frequently as I can. I can pass your path in that time span. I can't help but like dance when I hear this song. I, I, you can't see me, but I'm totally dancing right now. As a as as groovy as a big oafy white guy can dance. It's pretty catchy. You know, I didn't think I'd like it as much as the original, but it definitely caught on the horns. <laughs> Damn, I miss that ring. I hate to say it, but there might be another one coming. 
I need to fuck it. I need like a titanium rig with a quartz bowl. <laughs> there you go. Something I could just throw to the ground. I guess I was not deserving enough for uh, a beautiful glass piece. By the way, thanks again, Syndrome 707 Kazoo and Kazoo Glass for giving me a piece that we all had to watch shatter. Dude, if only I if I had a kazoo, I would totally play it right now. Just just to rock that kazoo. I, I was watching that night when he had it. He that was the perfect compliment was the kazoo dab song. Ooh, that kazoo! You could get a kazoo diggery do like <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> oh shit! I fucking uh, I came out. Oh, I know who it was, Mister Noble. Even though I said kind of hush on it when we were talking there, I still think it's a great idea. Mr. Noble was on the other day, and he was, uh, he actually kind of suggested that, uh, I thought it would have been fucking too funny. Think about, you, I don't know how, you could only probably do it in reruns, like, animalizing the rabbit hole, or, you know, parts of the show to where their cartoon character talking. I was like, oh, that would be, or even having, like, a stoner cartoon like this would be fucking amazing idea. I've been thinking about that ever since he said it. It was just somebody who's watching who's artistic needs to help us all with that. <laughs> I, I wish I wish I had that ability. I, I can't draw for shit. Just sounds like fucking I'd I'd totally watch it. I'd totally watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no there there should there that would be awesome to have a little animation, you know, for your for your show. Even if it was just like an opening or something like that. A dab, like a, a dab song or an opening or something. That'd be, that'd be pretty sweet. Shout out Naughty Nikki. We nerd for life. Man, we got 77 smoking along with us currently. Shout out to all you guys. It's a lot of people who are losing brain cells with me and Eagle. So uh, tell us a little bit about... Uh, you know, check out the flower cycle. I mean, what kind of pots are you running? Uh, what's your method of madness in the flower cycles? Do you have any tips or uh, conversation? Uh, I mean, I, I, I try to I mostly just just kind of put everything into the soil and, and let it be as far as what as my flowering tips are concerned. Like the pots I use, I, I'm a fabric pot fan. Uh, seven gallon is generally the size I go with, uh, just 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 because of what I have. Although right now I'm um, I'm running a lot more smaller smaller plants just because uh, I don't I don't have guaranteed females, so I don't know wh- what everything's going to be. I haven't sexed everything out yet, um, so uh, I've, I've got a few testers that uh, that I'm running. I got a uh, Irie Genetics. Uh, I basically it was. Uh, Took took a, a a lot of uh, a milking, a lot of time, a, a lot of uh, auctions, a lot of funds to to be able to to get him to bless me with the uh, the blueberry cookies uh, by crossed with the Jack the Ripper, and I've got a few of those running right now, and 
Uh, I'm excited to see where, where those head. Uh, those are going to be pretty epic. So what, uh, do you have any, like, what's on your next round? Talk about uh, seeds and saving and popping. What's, what's going to be in your next round? My next round is, uh, I've got a big time Bodie Boner. So I, I was going to be running, uh, he's got second base, which is Purple Urkel times uh, Old Mother Ganny. That's, uh, I, I think there's going to be uh, some, some pretty uh, good stuff in there. Uh, also looking at his Love Triangle, which is Triangle Kush and Snow Lotus. No, you can't go wrong with Triangle Kush. You know, that's like a, the backbone of so many uh, OGs, so many different uh, Kushes out there. Uh, you know, that's this... Definitely unlock some that, good stuff in there. You know, a lot of times when I'm listening to people talk about strains, you know, my reply, and it's just, it, you know, that sounds good. You said fucking Bodie's, bon- Bodie's Boner, and I'm like, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> don't you fucking even murmur those words. <laughs> it sounds like an interesting strain, though. I mean, Bodie produces some fire there, but interesting name on his in his part there. Oh, oh no, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. The, the the strain isn't Bodie's boner. I have a boat. Uh, oh. I have a Bodie boner. A boner. For oh, Bodie. okay. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> you lost me there a little bit. I'm like, oh, no, oh, sorry. that's a tough sell there. I'm a, little, I'm a little dabbed out. That, that, was... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that, that, that dab set me right. Thanks, Perp. Getting, getting a little Shout spicy. Nutrient shootouts, man. Old school player.com. One and the same. My little brother. Uh, yeah, you threw you definitely threw me off there. I'm like, hmm? Yeah, you know, honestly, if if Bodhi came out with a strain and it was called Bodhi's Boner, I'd probably buy that. I'd probably be all over it. I'd I'd want that that boner on my lips. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty gay for Bodhi. His strains, his strains. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, just think about his a breeder standpoint. Be like, yep, through the side, (laughs) man. It actually depicts things. Had to fucking call it out. Love it. Twelve-inch wrecker. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I, I've got a, I've got a few Bodie uh, strains, cultivars, if you will, or seeds that have potential to be some good uh, cultivars. You know, I've got uh, the second base I mentioned, the Love Triangle. Got Cosmic Serpent, Soraya, Lazy Lightning. Uh, the DJ Short Blueberry uh, and Apollo 11 F3. That's a, a good little mix that he didn't hear. Very limited release of because uh, Mr. Soul obviously getting back into the game and uh, DJ Short also getting back into the game, making it kind of hard to you know continue that. He was very respectful and, and dropped those. And so that's why you don't really see them. If you look them up, you can't really find them on the internet. But they do exist. Uh, I, I have them there. There's also uh, the the Calio, the A, AE77 cut, crossed with the Apollo 11 F3. That's should be some fire too. 
Got a Wookie hash plant, strawberry milk. Uh, there's a few others too. Uh, I'd have to break out the collection, but yeah, like he's he's got some fire. Uh, he he works really hard uh, on you know progressing his males and uh, continuing them uh, along the uh, the filial line and really seeking out specific traits that he likes and then crossing those with whatever clone he happens to have, whatever mother cut he's working on. And uh, he's somebody that I happen to trust as far as his selections are concerned. Uh, Freeborn uh, Selections is another guy I trust, uh, as well as Irie Genetics. Katsu, another guy who uh, I, I've, I've run his uh, Band-Aid 7 and, and uh, original OG, as well as his uh, Black Lime Bubba and Absolute Fire. Delicious. Uh, I don't have any pictures, unfortunately, but just absolutely delicious. Easy to grow. Uh, I mean... Didn't as far as uh, I'm concerned, I'm all about things being nice and easy, low maintenance. I'm a low maintenance kind of guy, and just set the mix up right, set the battery up for the soil right, and you know, make sure you, you you're not overwatering, not underwatering, and you really can't go wrong. Oh, you're Nothing muted. Wrong with that. Love, yeah, I know, and I caught it. I was, uh, I hate that. You know, I agree. Why overcomplicate something that's, uh, you know, very simple? So if you can, you know, why not just water only? And enjoy the awesomeness there. Exactly. It's just life should be easy. I mean, you can get overcomplicated. Not overcomplicated. You can make it better if you want you know there's people who say the you know ferment fermented plant juice uh, all different compost teas they probably work wonders they would probably be ben more beneficial for my garden I, I just i don't have the 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 time or even if i if i did have the time just to to set up you know okay i got to set this up uh and then three days later it's going to be ready and it, it, it's, it's just too much time uh, I, i'm i'm not as scheduled as some people are i'm not as regimented uh, I, I'm pretty, pretty lax. I, I like to just let it ride. And, and for the most part, the, the, the plant takes care of itself. If, if something's going really wrong, it's generally because I've watered too much or I've not watered enough. <laughs> Smiley's Gardens would like to know, do you keep uh, cuts or is it all from seed? So far, it's all from seed. Uh, right now with what I've got going I'd like to hold on to anything that turns out good. I'm really, I, I've got my eye on those DJ short, uh, blueberry, uh, Apollo 11 F threes. Uh, those I've got four of those going. Um, I think from what it looks like, just from getting some glimpses at the pre flowers, I believe three of them are males, but I still plan on even holding on to them because, uh, I'm not looking to become a breeder or anything like that. I just, I wouldn't mind crossing some fire genetics to itself and, and having something for myself. Why not? Hancho Grown says, Dave, what medium do you grow? And I believe you said you're a Nikuts mix, correct? Yes. It's, it's Coots mix, essentially. Uh, I've added a, a couple things, like uh, 
I, I threw some langbanite in there just you know just to see if it would work because that's that's more of a, a flower focus that's something i do when i transplant to going into flower because that's that's not something I, I throw into the uh the veg mix even though it, it maybe it just to let it break down a little more yeah, it might be beneficial but by the by the second run i'm sure it's in there you need do you use any, utilize any teas or anything like that? No, I I, I should. I, I've been looking into. Uh, I've got some. Where is it? Appa's perfect poop. There's a. It's like a a dried concentrate uh, fertilizer that uh, I could I could make a tea out of that. I haven't tried it yet, but I should. hurt i mean at least one time right yeah you know like like we were talking about uh, running the uh synthetic you know side by side you know just to just to see because what, what's it gonna do it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt right on I, you know i'm and again just some spice of life i guess i decided to kick it up another notch i i don't think i'm got uh may have enough some orange orange bosses back there but at this point they'd be uh a little almost unfair because they're being a little bigger going in than these were when they initially went in. I've got uh, Green Bicycle sent me some of their Ocean Bounty and uh, their uh, his tea there. Excuse me for not remembering the name of the tea right off the top of my head. I'm sure you guys know. And so I'm going to try that as well. And basically, what I'm told is. Uh, by adding the ocean bounty, I can add to my cocoa, and it'll be pretty much a water only. But uh, he does encourage the tea, using the tea as well. So I am going to try running some teas this time for the first time. I've never utilized teas, but eh, again, in the name of science, why not, right? <laughs> why not go the full mile? That's honestly uh, after after tonight. I think I'm going to actually you know try it put a little bit more effort than I have been. So, uh, yeah. So how do you like to uh, harvest? Do you uh, prefer to dry trim or you do you like to wet trim? I am a dry trimmer. I, I had tried wet trimming years ago and for some reason I found maybe it was just the fact that I didn't flush properly years ago. But I, I would find that it would get that chlorophyll taste, and I would just always not really like it when I would wet trim. So uh, I, ever you know, I would I would read that dry trimming is the way to go, and it seems to be working for me. I, I, I you know, I believe you wet trim, right? Yes, sir. I cringed when you said dry, but I didn't want to let it show. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man, another dry chicken. Ah. Yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things. That's what that's all it's what when when you do the research online nowadays, that's what seems to be what everyone's telling you to do. I, you know, again, I just it's how, how long have you been growing? Things twenty years. See that that could be part <laughs> of it too. You you were growing around when that wasn't an option to have all of those resources. So you either you learned from a friend or just learned on your own. 
Well, see, you know, this is one of my thoughts on it, too, is uh, things are so much dry and brittle when it's dry. You know, uh, things are more a little bit more pliable when they're wet. It's a set it and forget it moment for me. I get a better, I like to use the trim myself, so I make a fresh, I freeze it immediately. Actually, if I have the opportunity, I will spread it out. I learned this from Farmer John uh, a long, long time ago when he was talking about uh, actually blasting the materials and making bubble hash 10 years ago. And this is such an outlaw way to look at it, but it's so fucking true. I thought about it. That was like, he's been through some shit, and he's right. And that was like, what his advice then was, you know, he wet trimmed, but he let it sit out and dry for a day. And he, basically what he was saying, he's like, you don't really notice a, a, that big of a dig, degradation in the product. But what you do notice <laughs> is a lot less weight that you're holding on to. <laughs> for processing you're holding on, you're losing more than half the weight letting it sit out overnight and just you know so yeah I, that's what i do to this day if i can i'll let it sit out overnight and, and then i'll scoop it all up and then I'll put it in a freezer bag and freeze it until i'm ready just for that yeah i mean it just makes so much sense i mean you know, if you were to ever get in that kind of there, I mean, when they come in here, they rip that up, head, tail, whatever, if it were an illegal operation and yeah, fucking true. wait all. So why would you? Yeah. So the outlaw in me said that that made sense. So for some reason, I still kind of do it to this day, you know? So, yeah, that's one of the other reasons too. And, you know, it's a set it and forget it. To, uh, it just depends on you. Yeah, I feel it conscious as i feel like they drive too fast well that's up to you and you you controlling your conditions as well but they i've never really noticed a big you know that big of a eh, nay but what i do notice is <clears throat> when i dry trim now i'm handling the buds you know we've we worked so hard and like you were talking about earlier you know all the good stuff being rubbed off and trans you know what are you doing when you dry trim you're with every bud, rolling it around your hand, just knocking it off, sticking it to your fingers. You know, it's I don't get that. When I, when I wet trim, I'm holding nothing but stick. And then when it's, you know, time to go in, right currently, the herbs now drier there. I just snip, 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 snip. And I hardly ever touch them buds. And when it comes time to come out of the machine there, it's done. Any kind of green that I've left in there has receded. I, I mean, I trim close. So anything that's actually left around the bud actually recedes into the bud. You don't see a lot of that. Any green that's left, you usually see just you know, some nice flower there. So, you know, when it comes out of the machine, it's ready for the jar. I'm not even handling it a lot after. So, so, so that herbs now is is a good a good machine. Uh, I've I've heard uh, some good things uh, from Perp was talking about it. Uh, now you're 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 saying you use it. it. It's it's good. It's legit. Yeah, I've used it. I was one of the first people to get it, and now uh, I I loved it. And I I was like one of the, 
He he. I've talked to Scott. They're actually coming. I talked to Scott the other day. They're coming out with a 2.0 version here really soon. And his his side of the story was, I was nervous on giving it to you because I figured you'd rip it apart. And I planned to kind of. I didn't. I didn't think I would like it, but I did. I hated to, to admit that. <laughs> it's just and, the concept uh, seems like it's just. It, how could it? How could it still taste good? But. If, if everyone says it, it does. I mean, hey, it, it, it must be true. Oh, one of my favorite uh, now compo- uh, advocates it was uh, Jack Greenstock. He was uh, he he didn't he didn't want to believe it either. Me and him went by in the rabbit holes quite a few nights. There's no way, you know. White papers say. Hanging's better, more turpure. Duro dude right there in chat. Love my nerves now. Need another one. And then that's uh, somebody bought Jack uh, herbs now and sent it to him, and uh, he used it. And man, it changed his night, his mind like overnight. <laughs> overnight, man. I was like, mm-hmm. and it was nice that because he wasn't even like you know. I hate to say it, or you know, but yeah, it definitely changes my outside. I'm impressed. Uh, I'm impressed. Yeah. Exactly. If you can win over Jack, I mean, that's that's saying a lot right there. Because he he's a he's a guy that when I see him on with you, it's I I I know I I, I bullshit a lot and joke around and chat, but certain people you respect when they come on, just you know, from their knowledge and what they what they have to say. And like Mr. Soul the other night, but for me to be following Mr. Soul as your guest, not, I, I feel honored and kind of like, wow, like me, me. <laughs> I almost think that's what happened this Saturday, to be honest with you. Wait a minute. Who was on last night? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. Oh, no. But, uh, who knows? Who knows? I got a lot of respect for Mr. Soul. Uh, he he definitely uh, has put in the work over the years uh, for for him to be able to use the, the the bag seed that he got from Amsterdam and and fund or ba- or basically make his entire wealth. His well, he had uh, jobs aside from it, but just basically make an entire career in the cannabis industry out of Cinderella '99 and, and turning princess, you know, back crossing it four times and. And making it into what it is, that that wonderful, wonderful sativa. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, he, we you know, Flora was smart enough to ask the question there about bringing the Green Avenger back. And he was, that was one of his first strains there. He seemed, uh, he seemed pretty excited about the idea of bringing that back. So hopefully he does. Shout out. What's up, Flora Nugs? Hello. How are you doing? I'm just looking at you in the chat. Uh, Purple Thumb said uh, that rosin came from the herbs now machine. Actually, the last time I made bubble, I dried my bubble. I did almost like a side-by-side. I was doing a side-by-side, but it ended up winning. I actually took um, wax paper and uh, or parchment paper. I should make sure it's the right thing. Parchment paper and cut donuts out and put them in the the Herbs Now machine and put my bubble in there and dried the bubble like that. And it was 
doing such a good job. I was going to do a side-by-side with the air dry, but it was the machine was doing so good that I actually ended up shoving everything over into the air dry machine for my, my hash cure. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Why mess with a good thing? Yeah. So I'm actually going to start drying my bubble in it, too. So. I, 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 how much uh, How much does that uh, cost, give or take? Uh, I'm sure somebody in chat will throw it out there. I think uh, they were like 125 when they were available. And then uh, the, the, I don't think you can even get one now. I think they're waiting to, for the 2.0s to come out. Okay. It was a bummer because, uh, you know, unfortunately, this COVID thing kind of, man, talk about, you know, putting hurts on some people. They were expecting a, a shipment of machines in from overseas there. And uh, I had ordered, got a shipment in, and he wasn't happy with the shipment. So he fucking tried to send it back and whatnot and because of you know restrictions right now uh he couldn't get another shipment so he's been kind of stuck since covid mess and now you know since the pause when they come back they're just coming back with the the new the new model the 2.0 so well that's good to know even, well, that's good to know can't even get theirs now right now but if you got it, I bet you love it. <laughs> That's what everyone seems to be saying. Uh, Everybody's fucked over from COVID, though. Uh, yeah, it's it's a shame. Like, uh, you, you got people who... Yeah, I, I look at it this way. Uh, my, my family's involved in the restaurant industry, and it's it's been tough. It's been tough to... To stay to open with everything going on, you know, it's everyone's afraid to come out to dine, and it's it's not easy. I can't imagine what it's like for for somebody actually working in the medical industry and really dealing with what what's what's going on in, in some of these areas. God bless those people. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I definitely agree. I, I'm lucky enough where I get to stay home for a lot most of my day, and don't have to do that. But man, them people that have to wear the masks all day, shout out to you because uh, yeah, it can't be, can't be easy. <laughs> I I can't imagine. You know, even even just having to wear it for a few hours is a pain in the ass. <laughs> I remember seeing one of those memes online. It was uh. uh <laughs> You, you you say you can't breathe from a mask. Uh, how could you uh, have a woman be sitting on your face? It's just, it, it's perfect. Like how how could how could you handle that if if you if you're whining about a mask? Yeah. If you ever fucking uh, you ever listen to uh, Wheeler Walker? Absolutely love that guy. Eating oh, pussy and man. kicking ass. See it on my face is one of my favorite songs. That's fucking song is hilarious. You know, it's funny because there was a time where you know I was getting episodes like <laughs> triggered, reported, like I was going through a nice little 
stench of getting reported there. So I came back. My response one night, because people were trying to tell me it was like content or like trigger words we were using and uh, that was getting us reported. So my answer to that was, you know, it's both. I, I refuse to believe that. I refuse to believe that. So like it was couple of days into being reported consecutively i went on and said fuck man i had to set some kind of youtube record on fox <laughs> and i was I, I was encouraging the chat to say fuck type fucking chat i was playing wheeler walker singing wheeler walker tunes and fucking not a flag not a report not nothing and I'm like, mm, I wow. think I hit every trigger that I could possibly hit in fucking that episode. Never got not one flag, not one age restriction. And I'm like, see, it isn't, you know, it isn't like that. you know. But yeah, it was a fun episode, by the way. I didn't think <laughs> I, say, I must have played like six Wheeler Walker songs. Some of the good ones too. Some of they were like some of them were pretty belligerent. You know, you know Wheeler Walker. Oh, he's, of course. He's... My favorite but, Wheeler uh, Walker is probably uh, "Fuck You, Bitch." That's uh, that's up there. That that's the best breakup song I think of all time. It is. It is. <laughs> I actually had heard that one like coming from the other side not so long ago. And I was like, yeah, I was listening to that like fucking two years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you it. just catching up on that? That's <laughs> it's it's a good one. I'm a, maybe I'm a little behind the times up here, you know? Oh no! As I say that, as my other daughter pops in, yeah, love you, Lexi. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we have two out of three in chat tonight. Hey, isn't that a meatloaf song? Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> well, the other one's underage, so she better not be watching. <laughs> better. Yeah, hopefully, she, she wasn't a, like Dirty Dave oh, when when Dirty Dave was fifteen. <laughs> no, I mean I've been very lucky like that. It's at least as far as my knowledge, you know. Yeah. That's the key. As far as your knowledge goes, you were perfect, and they are perfect. Right. Right. So the youngest ones just kind of, they've lived a shelter life, I'm afraid to admit. And they've stayed a lot of nights at home when it comes to staying over at other people's houses. Well, maybe not. But they get older, they get out. You don't know. All you can do is trust. Heck, I've heard stories from my older one about snake and roaches. I would have never thought, never thought, oh, yeah, we snagged one. I'm like, what? <laughs> I trusted you guys. You guys had the story, you know, every one of them. I will never do this. Hey, when God. I was a kid, I used to, when, when I, I didn't have anything to smoke, I couldn't find anything or didn't have any money, I'd sneak into my parents' room open up the dresser. Oh, there's a nice fresh bag. Granted, it was always like terrible Mexican brick weed because they would buy the absolute worst weed ever, but it it did the job. Couldn't argue it. 
And it's not like I had anything to, to get at the time. And hey, can't go wrong. Yeah. My dad always had some fire. I always had some fire, and it seemed like he didn't like to fucking smoke roaches and left big roaches. And always pinch. Oh, I'm Grab so jealous. Some. Head over to the buddy's house. Fucking in his house. Always the preferred dad snatch. Uh, it's it's nice when uh, they won't because they're not even going to notice. They're not even going to notice. So hopefully, uh, you know, you, you, you never know. You, you you've probably got enough around where they might pinch a little from you. Yeah. Well, hopefully he never noticed anyway. But he you never know. I didn't. I thought I would. <laughs> I always thought I kept pretty good tabs on that. Never really noticed. Well, that's the key. You got to take just enough where they're not going to know. The, the sad part is they always did. That's another thing, too. I'm kind of, I'm, and this is no word of a lie, Dave. This is no word of a lie. I've talked to my youngest, or my oldest, rather, sorry, there, lately about, uh, you know, moving. She's still downstate. She, when we moved, she stayed with the, she stayed downstate and everybody else moved down here, but broke my heart. It was, Three years of father heartbreak, hoping that she'd come home and she'd stay down there. And I'm still trying to coach her up here. You know, I, she's always wanting to, you know, some some help from dad, we'll say. <laughs> and yes. I, and she did, her and the new boyfriend have uh, experienced wanting to like, grow some cannabis. And I'm like, well, come up north. <laughs> it's perfect. You, you, have, you, they've got the perfect teacher. teacher. Yeah. You can, yeah. I'm we willing to teach you both. I've got stuff to help. No, no, no. I can't get away from the city. I'm like, eh, I don't know what to say. You need to come up here. I, I would love to be able to teach my daughter. That would, I mean, that would be pretty awesome in my opinion. I don't know what everybody else or how anybody else would think about that, but if you know, if your children were old enough to fucking be able to grow, wouldn't you like be able to pass that kind of knowledge? I mean, I think that would be pretty awesome. You know, I would I really say a hundred out of a hundred people who grow would agree one hundred percent with you. I, you just it's something if you're a grower you want to share you you want to share that with everyone that's that's why so many of us are here you know we we want to be a part of it you know it's because not not all of us can share this with our everyone in our everyday lives whether you know it's you're living in a place that it's illegal or you just you're living in a place where it's legal and not everybody wants to talk about it because nobody really cares you know that's that's one thing i find like i i don't have anybody to share the conversations with that's why I, I live in these chats. I live in these podcasts. Just uh, I, I want to absorb as much as I can. And at, in the meantime, you know, crack jokes and hopefully make a few people laugh here and there. 
No, man. And, you know, I owe a lot to this cannabis plant, man. You know, throughout my whole life, you know, it's, I've had you know, a weird path and it's, cannabis has always been there. But, man, it wasn't until, you know, for me, when I started cultivating the plant that it helped bring more of the Zen, you know, portion of my life out, you know, spending time in the garden and, you know, just, having that free flow with the plant just being that calming moment of just shaking the day away and you know it, it's it's been a nice addition to my life and i think that brings out it goes for a lot of people you know it just it's 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 coaching everybody into another side of life both you know we've talked you know it is that time of spending time in the garden and just dealing with your plants that way you can like shake off the day and just be at peace when you're in the garden. And then, you know, to be able to, to enjoy the cannabis as well. But then you have the community as well on top of that, man. Like you said, some of the most genuine, good-hearted people that I've ever met. And some of them I've never met, but I would be... I'm proud to call my friends has been in the cannabis community and uh it was hard to explain you know before all of this you know uh it was a lot of us in substance and the weed nerds you know what i mean i've been a weed nerd for a fucking really long time and i don't think you know it, it well and this it's panned out again and it's shaken down in my family as well and again i don't think they they understood you know my weed nerd phase back in the day you know but it was it sucked it it sucked me in full force this community the great people i dealt with on a nightly basis i like you said i look forward to when he fired up them chance of hanging out with everybody and uh and i have developed a lot of good friendships over the years from that and it's actually shaken down into my family you know i think uh my my daughter here that's in chat right now lexi it shook down to her i mean life goes up and down she's been away from chat but she's still a weed nerd when this came on man she dove in full force and you know there's a you know been a little bit of a gap between me and Alexis that we've always needed to bridge and you know this at this community actually helped you know bridge us to that gap with us that's you wonderful know? and I think, I think once she dove in you know I think for her it clicked like I know I can see I can see why he was doing it you know or you know what it's about and, yeah like you, know, you said we, there's, and, there's definitely more of a that, that zen feeling this this community fucking welcomed her like full quarters too, you know, and uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, you know, much love to Lex and the community, and you know, I think at some point, you know, we all cannabis growers in general. I think we're all kind of a little bit of a misfit <laughs> in some kind of way. And I think that's what leads us to these chats and stuff. We can you now be that misfit and. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. Thank God for the community, though. 
I, I, lo- I love this community. It's, it's the friends that I, I've never, I never had. And I mean, I, ha- I, that makes me sound like I didn't have friends. I, I had friends. It's the friends that I've always wanted. How about that? Because you guys are all the community that share the same passion. You know, this, like you were saying, grow, when you start growing it, it really does bring on that, that, that greater feeling, that, that greater connection to it. It's more than just you getting high. It, it's, it, it's, it's a life form. It, it's, it's a life that you're taking care of. And in the end, it's going to do nothing but benefit you. So it's just the connection that is so deep within us and f- within the plant that you have to respect it and you have to love it. And it's so easy for, it's becoming easier for everybody to accept that. And I can't wait for this country to make it federally legal. So you, I can actually show my face and not feel like a pussy. Because I totally feel like a pussy for not showing it, but Hey, it is what it is. No, I don't think so at all. I point the opposite brother point the opposite. I mean, you know, you're doing it in red state. So <laughs> how can that be pussy? <laughs> you know what I mean? And my book's not a pussy. <laughs> not in any kind of way. You know, eh, not at all. Not at all. I feel like soon enough it'll be legal, even in you. my state, and we'll be good. It's up to you, brother. So do you, you know, after you trim that, yeah, I agree, painted lady. Uh, so after you trim that or dry or whatever, do you, what do you do with your uh, extras there? Do you, do you, do you make some edibles? And uh, any of my trim, yeah, I, I love making uh, some edibles. Uh, I, what I do is uh, decarboxylate it and then uh, I throw it in the oven for what, about 20 minutes at 225, that's what I put it at. And then I throw it in a crock pot with some water and some coconut oil for about eight hours. Get up a nice, long, low and slow cook and, and then go to town. So are you a smasher? Are you, do you have a smasher as well? Smashing some nugs? I, I do. I do have a, I, I, I went and bought a nug smasher. I, I probably should have just built my own it would have been more cost effective, but I, I, I squish pretty decent with this. Uh, it gives a very nice return. Um, the, I, I can't complain. Nice and tasty. I love those dabs. They, they really, uh, they do a number on you. It's another thing right there too. I've heard a lot throughout the, the history of the show. You got to get impressed. You got to get impressed. Oh, that's another thing I could. Uh, that's another thing. I'd be right there with composting. It'd be like all my time. <laughs> yep. Yep. Composting, composting, worm ribs, pressing. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't sound too bad. You can only cover so many bases, man. You can only cover so many bases. I'm trying not to get sucked into the whole rosin thing, but it's coming. It's getting closer. Damn organics. It's falling right right behind the organics. Why well, I'm afraid to let the organics. 
Yeah, squishing is fun though. It's 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 honestly it's so easy to do uh, with, with the machines they have. Even if you were to build your own press, it's so easy to do. And what you can get out of it, it's amazing. I remember back in like 2012, you know, getting some BHO from friends and it being like this absolutely dark brown, gross color, or dark green, just absolutely tastes terrible would sizzle in the whole bowl or in the in the banger or the, back then actually i was using a nail it's the titanium nail oh my god at least i think it was titanium <laughs> you never know with the chinese stuff out there but yeah i i i love dabs they they're fun you go from zero to 60 and you can't go wrong Speaking of which, See, I can, I, oh, I got we got some time. We got a few more minutes before uh, for the dab song. Antique number right there, one one one. I love it when I catch those angel numbers. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of angel numbers. I never heard it uh, called an angel number. I, I like that. Yeah, any kind of consecutive number like that. There's meanings. Uh, one 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 right there usually signifies new beginnings. Right there, Amber. What exactly do all the consecutive one angel numbers mean? I'm sure she knows. Ah, then good luck. I know uh, you should be like focusing on you know whatever's kind of current in your mind. Path that kind of path that kind of thing. Yeah, we got the witchy weekends on. We should be able to get some kind of answer out of them. But, uh, oh, oh! I see yeah. painted painted ladies mentioning she's a dab virgin. Yes, she is a dab virgin, and we are going to pop that dab cherry painted lady. So that's uh, uh, you know, as a grower, it's hard for me. <laughs> you know, when I make my extracts, it's from you know waste material basically. I'm reclaiming you know something good from waste material. At least that's what I'm telling myself. But you know to turn around and squish perfectly good nugs into <laughs> it, it, it definitely is tough the first time Order you do it you, 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 you feel like you're doing something wrong oh yeah it definitely feels wrong it definitely feels wrong but in the end if you do it you'll find out it's 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 pretty right i think i would if i'm going to smash i mean I lean more towards, you know, smashing the flowers versus, you know, the smashing the hash. I think I would keep them two extracts separate if I were to go that route. You know, I enjoy my bubble. Why not keep my bubble as bubble and then smash the flowers to get the full, what I'm missing, the terps I'm missing from the bubble. You know what I mean? Try to get I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. So... If I go down that route, I think I will be smooshing flowers, just flower. Yeah, that, that's what I do. Yeah. I, I save the trim, like I said, for the edibles, and uh, I, I press flower. That's that's the way to do it. Fire in, fire out. I mean, if I'm going to go through the process of, of making uh, bubble hash, I'm just going to smoke the bubble hash. I, I, I went through the process. Yeah, it's just it feels like a, taking all these extra steps. May, maybe, maybe that bubble hash makes the best rosin ever. I don't know. I feel pretty good with the flower rosin. It, it's pretty damn tasty. Again, 
I gotta try to keep it at bay as long as I can. I gotta keep it at bay as long as I can. I like the dabs. I'm just, you know, them dabs get me, man. <laughs> they do. They do. They can rock your world, especially the first dab of the day. Or if you haven't done them for like, so what I like to do is maybe take breaks like a week or two and, and then go back to it because all of a sudden you're tall. That's the, that's the one problem with dabs. Your tolerance level starts going really, really high. And then you got to kind of bring it back down. You know, you start going back to the flower, bring the tolerance level down. So you're not crushing like dabs nonstop all day long. I mean, maybe that's fun, but to me, like my throat's burning after that. You get those sticky dab lips. I mean, that, uh, sticky lips are good only uh, in the bedroom. Uh, I don't want them from my dabs. Right, right. You know, for me, you know, I've always thought it was, you know, more like the convenience thing about it. And, you know, I, I have a love-hate relationship with this titanium dab straw. I, I prefer the glass ones, but I break too many of the fucking glass ones. I've been through a ton of them <laughs> this year, and I absolutely just despise this thing. But I like I like the dabs, and we've seen you now the red glass of me a freaking week, <laughs> two weeks, and I actually got to like it. And it was just building the whole dab thing, by the way. It was just driving it home. It was going to be bad. <laughs> but it, the thing about the dabs... About the dabs was, you know, I enjoy them, but it was always supposed for me to be about that quickness of it. You know, bam, hit out of there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But when you get the rig and shit, then it's now, you know, oh, you got to keep it clean and proper temperatures. And hell, there was, you know, it was getting to where I was cleaning it. You know, I, I could smoke a joint. I could smoke a whole joint in the time I cleaned and took my dab properly. You know, and I guess I don't know. It was no, good. I, see, I, see, I, I, I see I lagged on it a little bit too. I'd let it get a little bit dirtier than most people would and just torch it off again. But man, it's a process. It isn't just you know, the wham bam that that most people think it is. Kind of go back real quick on the angel numbers. We've got some advice here from a couple of the 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 uh the community witches here, Amber Lalana, Miss Madam T. Amber Lalana says, when you see the number, pay attention to your thoughts. Energy, 111, generally means you're on the right path, which is why you want to pay attention. And Miss Madam T, a little further down, says, by the way, 111 is about awareness, independence, motivation. Keep your eyes peeled on, keep your eyes peeled because you're on the right path. That was pretty close. I left a few, little bit of that out, but thank you guys for throwing in and uh, helping me out with that. Appreciate That's, it. That sounds wonderful. I, I feel like I am on the right path. So, yeah, each one has like when you see like a four, four, four. They all have uh, different meanings when you see them, and uh, it's not too often when you see them. And you know, actually, I went. I think a good portion of my life where I don't think I ever recognize or pay attention to them and then they just like out of nowhere just become just so like they were smacking me in the face man i see them a lot and to the point where it got to the point where i had to start looking into it they were so so pronounced in my life it was like okay there's got to be something to this i gotta 
look a little deeper. So that's I started paying attention. I started paying attention a little bit. I like that. You and definitely uh, you got to pay attention in life. Being and to be kind of honest, they they kind of they're kind of leading me to the right path. I've been paying attention. I've been paying attention to the signs. One of them people that think uh, I'm a man. I like to think you can manifest too. If you can actually see things clear enough, you can bring about whatever you want to have in your life. Do that make any sense? Are you a believer in that kind of thing? I definitely I do agree with that. Yeah, if you uh, if you can visualize it and in, in hopes that you can bring it to you, I I, I I see that. I think the you know I've talked about this a lot too. Is I think uh, we let as we get over, older we lose creativity and imagination. You know things we we've learned too much. We're able to just flash images on, you know, that we've seen that represent other things, and our brain gets a little bit lazy. And we, as we get older, we can't imagine the things that we want. I think that when it comes to manifesting things, that's where people want to end up going wrong. They can't, you know, they want they write it down, they say it, they want to sit, but they they lack the ability to actually visualize it in your head and it isn't until you have seen it and you know actually picture yourself doing it and you know made it happen within the brain that i think that it actually brings it out in life oh damn time it's that time i'm ready to Okay, and I'm going right back. I'm calling it apricot. I think that's what this what he told me when I bought it. Tastes pretty close. It looks like apricot too. Pretty tasty stuff. No name. Caregiver supplied. <laughs> caregiver to caregiver. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I wish I had more of a perps. Uh, was that purple? Was that purple punch? Is that what it was? Yeah, perps purple punch. Man, that was some good fucking rosin. I need to get some of that IRE genetics over here. Sorry to the things like, how do you say I need more? Like we're talking about, I need to get them in here. I've got a suitcase full of genetics, but I need. (laughs) I know. I feel so guilty every time I'm looking at all these, all these new drops, all these new things coming out, uh, any auction that comes up on some rare rare strain rare seed it's like ooh, i want that i want that but then i look at my bank account and i'm like i don't want that i don't want that yeah i'm right there with you too they're almost like i never excuse me collected baseball cards but they're similar i'm sure oh yeah i always keep a couple too even when I bop them, I keep a couple. Yeah, I know. Ne- I never <laughs> pop a whole pack. I mean, I, I sometimes if I if I was maybe trying to hunt out a whole thing, then I would think about you know popping the whole pack. But for the most part, I never do, just because you know I I I, I, I guess I feel guilty, like oh I, I I I maybe I'm gonna hold it for the future or something, or maybe give it to somebody down the road. I don't know. For me, I like to think, you know, because we can't keep everything. We, we obviously got to move on, especially if we've got a seed habit like we do. 
you can't keep everything. We try as we might. Numbers are such a factor. You know, I wish, and shout out Oklahoma. I'm so jealous of Oklahoma and that unlimited playing count. <laughs> I just amazing. think that every time That's I think amazing. about that unlimited playing count, I think of all the fucking great strains. I've, you know, because of numbers, space, you're good, but it's time to move on. If I could add unlimited playing count, they'd all be sitting around here in a cup. <laughs> they wouldn't be big moms, but that is a whole library, a sick library of strains. But you know, they gotta go. You gotta and so you know I gotta keep popping, but you know, it's hard to keep I I never get too attached. They gotta go. So I haven't found that golden one yet, and they so so many, so so many delicious cannabis strains. That's what it is, you know. There's so so much choice and variety out there. Why limit yourself to just that one? You know, pop pop a whole bunch, see what you like, and then if you really like it, keep it, clone it, keep running it, but continue popping more because there's still more out there. Maybe you're gonna find something that's even better that you're going to be like, hey, uh, this is what I want to run from now on. For the rest of my life, this is the plant I want. And you're only going to find that if you look and if you keep popping them all. Because if you were to try, you know, buy some from a dispensary or or something like that, you don't don't know how it was grown. You don't really know much about it. So this way, if you're growing it yourself, you can, you know, you you know the details. You, You know what went into it? You know, you put your heart into it. I kind of squirreled that thought there and I totally squirreled it. <laughs> totally squirreled that thought. Hey, it happens, you know, dab time. <laughs> that did, that did. Oh, I can't even remember what it was either. Totally gone. Totally gone. Damn it. Anyway. So, um, damn, it's gone. <laughs> well, hey, Rez, the, the answer could be both. I see you there in chat. Great. Uh, so, I mean, what is your, do you have an in particular taste that you're, you're shooting for? I remember what I was going to say, too. Uh well, we could, we can go with this. Um, the strain that I, that I would call my like holy grail is the sour diesel. Back in the early two thousands, when I first tasted that, it was it was like gold on my lips. Uh, I I fell in love. I, I am anytime I see that out there, I, I I try and get my hands on it. Anything I found has never been exactly the same. So that's why you, I kind of hopes it hope hope it maybe. You know, you, you kiss enough ass, you talk to the right people, you can get your hands on the cut, but still haven't found it. <laughs> so I'm all about That's that gas like- and the, the gas and that chem flavor. You mix those together. If you throw some fruit on top of that, it's perfection. I think that's kind of that's basically what I was relating to that I lost on that squirrel there was that's part of the addiction of popping the seed there, too, is great as. You know, you think we got something and numbers are limited. I'm still looking for that, that one, the legend, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The cut, you know, and that keeps me popping, you know, it keeps me moving because 
You know, I found a lot of good things. Have, do I have I found that legend? Mm, nah. <laughs> hey, you know, either. and in fact, hey, it, I, I don't even like a lot of times. I you know I'm like really keen on staying away from you know the hype. So you know, if it, after it's the cut, I don't even want it anymore. Unless I'm the one that's got the cut. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. So yeah, it's you know, I I will keep hopping until I get to Oklahoma someday, I guess. <laughs> and, hey, maybe, uh, maybe they'll make hopefully. it just across the board. No, no, no limit plant count. That would be amazing. You know, the whole country, no limit. Even like when we were talking about there. Oh, and I do have a question. I want to kind of. Who was it? Uh, Somebody had a good question for you. C-Dub. Don't let me forget C-Dub's question. Uh, nah, might as well ask it because I totally squirreled. C-Dub, C-Dub from NorCal wants to know if you have any uh, advice for growing those uh, ivory genetics. Oh, well, to be honest with you, I've only grown – right now I'm in the process of growing Raphael Shredder, and he get, I happen to get my hands on the Mac 1 to Arise – Arise is his bread and butter male, King Solomon, that he uh, put on pretty much yeah, all sorts of goodies. If, if you got something I read genetics, there's a good chance that Solomon is uh, in there. Um, so as far as any tips for growing it, uh, it depends on how you're growing it. I mean, uh, my, my method is, like, I, like I've been saying, it's all the set it and forget it. It's just kind of make sure the the soil mixture is good uh, it's not too full uh, as far as uh, too much nitrogen too much uh, of any of the other uh, you know, elements uh, and just i'm all i'm all about that that low-key maintenance and just being on top of the watering because what you see in that picture on the screen right now that is not irie genetics that is actually a uh, mass medical everybody's uh, favorite guy to trash on and uh, I, I understand why. I'm not going to get into the whole details of that guy's situation, uh, but the genetics—they're pretty good. Can't, can't, that's that's the, the the key to that situation, for me. But yeah, well, couple, couple was... thumbs right. Grow them. Just just grow them. You're, it's 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 a weed. It's it's really, it's not that hard to 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 grow. You just make sure you don't overwater it. <laughs> I'm I'm not the uh, the best person for uh, for growing advice. You've got people out there with much more uh, knowledge and education in the field. Uh, I, I'm just the guy who likes seeds and and grows mids. How about that? Oh, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Them buds right there look pretty. Them plants look perfectly happy. Perfectly happy. Yeah, those turned out nice. I have no doubt. No doubt Dave's smoking fire over there. That, that's a close-up of them. Yeah. Beautiful. I like the way that, that purple hair in there makes that photo look beautiful. Beautiful shot. Yes, sir. Man, that dab grabbed me right by the pooper, it did. 
dude. That's what I get for slacking today. <laughs> well, uh, to be honest with you, I, I think it's time if you if you're feeling up for it to open up the rabbit hole and uh, maybe let some other people on and, and and get this party going. Yeah, sure, sure. I see a bunch of people in here that have uh, the keys too. Couple I wish would have the keys. Saying a observation booth, wink, wink. I see painted ladies in there. She has the keys or should have the keys. Fred Mills has the keys. The American one has the key. Amber has the key. Purple has the key. Let's see. D D O A. I mean, seriously, these are all past people that's been on the show. Purple's, of course, got the key. Resurrection's got a key. <laughs> this is a possibility of unlocking it. Open that door. Just he's got the. If you got the key, come on in. Smile. Smiley's in chat has the key. Well, it's madam, this madam's got the key. Ah, man, that's what I love about the rabbit hole too. Oh, Indo Indo Eleven's in the chat in the breeding collective. Shout out Indo. Indra was in chat. They both got the keys. It's unreal how I mean, Fumador opened the gate. You know, just lets them come, man. I did, when he the first time he did that, I was like, dude, you are fucking brave. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what's gonna Realize pop up on those. Open up internet, dude. <laughs> Anybody can pop up in there, but uh-huh. it's worked out well. It's worked out well for him. But uh, old Pixel Monkey, I wish had the key. Pixel Monkey, I'm still looking to hang out with you. Fuck, oh, there's a lot of good people. Fuck yeah. So yeah, I guess go ahead and uh, use the restroom if you will. Reload that tray. Get yourself something to drink. I will do the same and uh, meet you guys back here and. 10 at the latest. It's uh, 1.32 now. We'll shoot for uh, 1.45. We'll come back and do the rabbit hole. All right, guys. See you good. then. Thank you so much, brother. Oh, wait, Dave. Dave, don't go. I didn't go. Don't I'm go, still here. Dave. Dave's Dave's oh, actually Dave. here. Ah, thank God. You know, I didn't, you know, I've told you, obviously, the key's always the same, Dave. I think you figured that out, right? Perfect. As far as being able to jump in the rabbit hole in the future, it's always the same. But I need from you, my friend, before we get into the whole separate phase of things, is your soundbite. You have to give me Dave's soundbite before you go. Do you know what the soundbite is, Dave? Hopefully you know what the soundbite is. Oh, God. You see... Ah, You're going to have to give it to me. You're going to have to give it to me. Basically, it's like the old school, like radio fucking advertisement. Like when you'd hear the old artists on there. I always like to go with the rock and roll because I listen to a lot of rock and roll. So here's the rock and roll like version of mine. It'd be something like, hey, this is fucking Eagle Gardens and I'm on fucking talking shit with Eagle episode 245. You can add whatever you want to it. But uh, that's what I'm looking for. Your soundbite, your advertisement for your episode, my friend. And it's 2.45, you said, right? 2.45. All right. You're listening to Dave's Not Here on fucking talking shit with Eagle on YouTube. Enjoy yourselves. Have a great night. I sure did.
There you go. All right. There's your sound bite. Thank you so much. Go get take a break, and I'll see you in a few minutes, brother. Thank you so much for uh, popping on, man. Thank you for having me. Those of you who are still watching, thank you so much for tuning in. Please tune back in to the rabbit hole here in a few minutes. But if you don't, thank you for tuning in. Remember to do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. Thank you for tuning in. But hopefully, we'll see you in a few minutes. Thank you for tuning in.